We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Stefania, good morning. And, and I guess let, let's start there. How, uh, how fortunate should the Dolphin fan feel that we get the news yesterday that it's an ACL, MCL sprain that may not require surgery? <laughs> I mean, I can appreciate how everybody felt immediately when they got the news, probably especially Ryan Tannehill, but it's complicated. It's not as simple as, okay, hey, we're out of the woods. This is all good. Uh, Within a couple weeks, we should be fine. Let me explain. When they look at a player on the sideline immediately after the injury and they're doing manual testing, it's really highly accurate. It's, it's been shown over time that when they check the stability of the knee, they're looking for ligament integrity. They're looking to see if the knee feels unstable uh, to these to their hands when they're manually testing it. You've got a very experienced medical staff there. There's a reason that everyone was concerned that Tannehill had a torn ACL. They must have felt that the knee was unstable. And as is standard procedure, you follow it with an MRI to essentially confirm the diagnosis and to get any details on other structures that might be involved. And all we've heard is that it's a sprain, and a sprain means there's damage to the ligament. We just don't know the degree. If it was a complete rupture of the ACL that they found, they would, uh, you would expect that the surgery would have been announced. But it must mean that either the picture is unclear or gives them the sense that it's not completely torn. And... I would expect that it's probably going to have another look. You know, typically you get a couple of opinions on this. And the immediate, the immediate plan would be to brace him. Kind of let, Now, the MCL typically does not require surgery, typically. That would be something that could heal on its own. So the sense may be, let's let this calm down. Let's see what happens uh, as far as stability over the next couple of weeks. And then let, let's see how does the knee feel. But if you have a partial tear to the ACL, which, by the way, is really rare. If there's some kind of integrity loss to the ACL, that knee's going to be a little bit less stable going forward. You're going to have to really rely on the muscles around the knee to support it, and you are at greater risk of an ACL tear down the line. So that's why I say it's, it's complicated. It's good news in the immediate sense, but as to what it means for the picture going forward, it's not completely clear. There's no guarantee He's back this season. Um, he he may return. I think it's very open ended right now. Yeah, that that was be my next question. Where does it does it make sense for the Dolphin fan to hold out hope? Because apparently he's going to get a second opinion, and while he's been ruled out for the next couple of games, they're somehow hoping maybe he can come back at the very end of the season or in a playoff game. And I think it's really a week to week assessment. Like I would not if I'm if I'm a Dolphins fan I'm just waiting to see what what I learn as a result of the second opinion the result of you know if if the agreement is to hold off for now just let this settle down and see what happens uh, then I would presume okay we're not going to know anything for a couple of weeks and I really wouldn't I wouldn't make I, I wouldn't hold out high hopes 
that he'd return this season, but obviously they're leaving the door open. It's just a really tough call when you don't know uh, from from a distance. We don't know just how does that knee feel. I mean, again, I go back to uh, this is a very experienced medical staff. They felt that that knee was unstable at the moment they looked at it. So Yeah, they must have been telling him. I mean, if he's crying and you got guys who are coming up to him and hugging him one by one on the sidelines, I mean, like you said, the medical staff checks him out. They're seeing if the knee is stable. Like, they must have told him that they think it's a tear, right? Right. Well, clearly, because Adam Gase, in speaking to the media afterwards, said that was the fear. And, uh, again, there, you know, ACL surgery, I think we've gotten so used to the fact that somebody tears their ACL, they go to surgery, and the expectation is they come back. And we've seen players who haven't necessarily come back at 100% right afterwards. I mean, you look at Jamal Charles up in Kansas City, had a prior ACL injury and surgery, returned and uh, had 1,500 yards the next season. Then he has another injury on the opposite side a few years later, and he has struggled, made uh, one and a half appearances, I think, this year. So it's not as automatic as we perhaps think it is. Um, There's the potential future health of your knee to consider. But that's the other thing. If he has some laxity in that knee, if he has instability, is he potentially at risk for other damage uh, inside the knee as time goes on, you know, more wear and tear? I guess to me, it's a, just a question of, you know, you're, you're weighing short-term versus long-term, and those are the conversations that I'm sure are happening with him and the physicians that he's seeing now as he sorts this out. Now, Stefani, we've got Stefani Bell, ESPN, here with us now. It, it, it's his lead foot, okay? It's his left foot. So if he were to come back in a few weeks from now, ha- how does this injury affect his play? <laughs> I think it makes him nervous. If you've had somebody hit your knee like that and you get the scare of your professional life, uh, it's going to make you nervous. And it's interesting. I spoke with Carson Palmer after he had his second ACL reconstruction, and we were talking about getting back in the field and getting back uh, around guys coming at you. And essentially that's where the quarterbacks are most vulnerable is in the pocket when they have to step in and throw. And it's usually their lead leg. This happens to look at Tom Brady. This was very similar injury to him. And obviously Carson Palmer, the first time he hurt his knee and it was interesting because when he tore it the second time, he told me he was far less nervous about coming back because when he tore it the second time, he tore it uh, when he was, you know, making a move on his own, it was non-contact. When he tore it the first time, it was because he took a hit, much like the one Tannehill took last weekend. And he said he would just see swarms of color when he returned. You know, all he would, he would just see these guys coming near his leg, and immediately it would make him apprehensive. Joe Flacco talked a little bit about that, even though he didn't give up much. He said he was a little apprehensive in the pocket when he first came back from his knee surgery. Now, granted, Tannehill hasn't undergone the reconstruction, but he had a very near miss, and I'm sure we could tell it didn't feel good when it happened. So I think that's the issue. Is is he going to be able to step up in the pocket and hang in there, Uh, or is he going to be in a rush to get rid of the ball, be uh, just in general more apprehensive on the field? That's a real consideration. Great job, Stefani. Appreciate you joining us here this morning. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.